Welcome to Extreme Moderation. I am Ian Bush, your host, and I am joined by the great Nicholas. What's your middle name? Is it Romeo or Roger? I can't remember. Nicholas Perez? How dare you? It is definitely Ryan. (laughs) Welcome to the show, man. How are you? Man, I'm rocking and rolling, dude. I just uh, I had three days of leave. I went out of went out of town per se. I went to Fargo, which is the closest to civilization I could find within an hour or so. Uh, it's just my wife and I. Uh, the kids were being watched by our in-laws, and I really needed it. Like I really needed to recharge, man. Like I've I've been been going 155 percent, and um, I'm actually getting right back into that pace again, starting today with recording podcast and. Uh, I got to do some research, um, and I also have to uh, get ready for an inspection on Monday. So I'm like, ah, but it was it was good, man. Like I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm feeling like recentered. Um, and I think if you talk to a lot of people, I think they were like they would probably describe me as like, uh, you know, like the shaking chihuahuas. Like they look all nervous and stuff all the time. <laughs> like I was starting yeah. to get to that point where I look like the shaking chihuahua who was just like anxiety ridden, like couldn't like handle myself in public. So I needed it, man. I'm back. I'm back. I'm ready to be a superhero again. So, yeah, man. You, uh, <clears throat> I think, I think you've pretty much given me the title for this episode. So I'm going to call you the man with a thousand endeavors. Um, yeah. if you if you don't mind, man. Uh, you know, so you mentioned a lot of a lot of uh, endeavors in there. You know, doing your research, doing podcasts, um, inspections, that sort of thing. So, man, if you don't mind, share with the audience. Uh, a little bit of everything that you're doing. I mean, you don't, you don't have to focus in one particular area. Uh, okay. Let's, let's start at the beginning. So, um, I have pretty much procrastinated my whole life. I'm a master procrastinator. Uh, but recently I kind of had like this, I don't know. I wouldn't say like, a. I wouldn't, I don't want to put it the way some people do. Right. Um, I would just say I've, I had like this mind shift where I was like, dude, I, I've only got so much time to like handle my business and move forward. So, um, like pretty much when COVID hit, I started school and I'm working towards my bachelor's in communications and I'm doing online. It's five week accelerated courses through the university of Arizona global campus. So every five weeks I start a new class and every week for that college, I have uh, typically two discussion posts, four replies that are due and one major assignment. Um, and typically the assignments are between eight and 12 pages of writing because because it's communications, I think that's why they're so much longer. Uh, and then on top of that, I work uh, 40 plus hours. I, I wouldn't say I work 40. I work much more than that because I'm kind of a workaholic. Um, and then on top of that, I volunteer for pretty much everything. I don't really know how to say no. Um, so right now I am, I've, I am tasked out and... Uh, Something I'm doing now, I want to start reading. Um, I know I'm a pretty smart dude, and I pick up a lot of street smarts, but I really need to. I really need to start reading. Um, and what better way to do that? I, I've been kind of forced into this, but I am researching to interview a certain someone on my podcast. I don't really want to name drop that, but um, I'm going to read or at least try to find some way to listen to the Kill Chain, uh, along with. Um, What's the other one? Um, I want to I want to listen to some Daniel Goleman, emotional intelligence, uh, primal leadership, and uh, there was one more I needed to read. Oh, I was gonna read Story by Robert McKee, which is like how you create like uh, entertaining Hollywood quality like storylines that like grab people's attention and keep them enveloped in it. Uh, and on top of that, I am a, a dad of two kids, and I try to never forget to date my wife. So I'm constantly on my game. Oh, and then on top of all that, I'm, I'm rambling, right? A little bit of a long run on sentence here. No, this is perfect, man. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm also like, I'm into fitness, but I'm, I, I, I have a terrible problem with my diet. Like I don't ever eat right. I don't, um, I don't know how to like stop. I don't know how to do anything in moderation the way you do. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm the right guest for this show right now, but I don't know how to do moderation when it comes to pretty much anything. Uh, you can ask my wife. I do everything at a million percent. Um, and especially like fitness, like I get obsessive. So I obsessively ran for like the past year and a half. And now I'm starting to get more into like weightlifting. 
uh, and I've been doing Beachbody for like the two, the last two weeks, um, and Beachbody has been kicking my butt. It is ridiculous how difficult the workouts are that I've been doing. Uh, they're like anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes, um, but it's like you never stop moving. You're just constantly lifting, and I don't even lift heavy. Um, it, you know, I'm using like 15s, 20s, 25s, and but it's like for 30 minutes straight, you're just moving, and you're never stopping those muscles from aching basically um but yeah so i think yeah, those, those videos are no joke man oh no and i feel good um but you know I, I just had that vacation with my wife this little mini vacation and we partied pretty hard so i'm i'm kind of recovering from that still um but yeah man so i i have a lot of different things that i'm kind of constantly juggling and for me it's all about just like trying to it's like a waiter you've been to like a Chili's or like a, you know, just like a mainstream restaurant that like they carry like the giant trays full of food and you just see them like yeah. aching. Like they have that thing way up in the air and they're just aching, like trying to keep that all together. That's how I feel. Except when I hold that tray, there's like drinks and stuff falling off of the sides. Like there's, there's so much. It's just like, I piled way too much on that plate and I can't lift it. So a lot, a lot of Nick, times you are, you're creating the perfect mental image for me right now, man. I'm, I'm imagining this uh, shaking chihuahua on a unicycle. That's like, yeah, that's my juggling, life. juggling flaming bowling balls, man. Like you, but you make it look good, man. Like, I, you know, after listening to your podcast, and yes, of course, shameless plug. Uh, if you want to go ahead and, and plug this after I, after I get done, um, after listening to your podcast and and having followed you for several years now, man, you you make it look easy from the outside. And that's actually, that's actually why I wanted you on the show, man. Well, I, so if you want to go ahead and tell our, tell our listeners uh, about your podcast, man, plug away, dude. Yeah. So I started the three F universe. It's literally just the number three F as in Foxtrot and then universe. Like, you know, when you look out into the night sky, um, three F universe is on Spotify, Apple, Google, pocket cast, you name it. Uh, and I, was and I, I still use Anchor to kind of put it out there and like store it. Uh, but I've upgraded all of my right. hardware recently, and I'm actually about to start paying for Buzzsprout, and that's uh like a subscription that has like servers and they like run your audio through like this special like AI that cleans up all the audio and brings it up to the levels it's supposed to be at. Um, and I'm also working with an audio engineer that's a UTM here, just kind of like chance just a weird thing to happen, but he works here on base. He's a civilian. Um, and I'm actually creating like a new intro outro for it. Anyways, getting back to the point though, nice. the, the podcast is basically to share the stories of other three F twos. So in the military, um, that's our AFSC. It's like our job code. Um, but basically we're unit training managers. And what happens a lot of times is we are geographically separated. Like the entire career field is pretty much geographically se separated. Uh, once you work in one office, you, you kind of don't see anyone else that does your job unless you like get out a lot and like go down the street. Uh, and, and for a lot of adults, that's really hard to do. For a lot of people, it's like it's difficult to for get sure. away from their desk. Um, but what I wanted to do was try to create a format where people could kind of, you know, get stuff off their chest or tell people, tell other people in the career field about like their leadership perspective or about just things that they've endured in their life. And I feel like those experiences and leadership lessons are going to help connect and collaborate um, and eventually accelerate like our career field and the culture. Because something else that I really couldn't stand when I first started was that there's no culture because it's like office space, like in the worst of ways. <laughs> because like really like people yeah, who work I'm gonna at need desk, you to come in on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, people who work at desk don't <laughs> have like that built-in culture, you know, like if I was POL, you know, so like yep. we worked on the flight line, we gave, we put fuel on aircraft and you know, that career field's probably been around since like world war one. You know what I mean? So like they've had years and years and years to say, this is who we are. This is our chant. This is what we're about type of thing. But it feels like unit training managers, they've never even started or initially even began any kind of culture. So I'm real big on culture. I'm real big on, uh, creating change. I'm big on connecting people. I'm huge on networking. I feel like, uh, there's not, I don't, I don't know that there's many other 
I don't know. I, I won't say other people in the Air Force, but in our career field, at least, I don't feel like there's many people that know as many people as I do. For me, it's like, it's very easy to just reach out and be like, oh, I know someone who does that. Or, oh, I know someone who's stationed here. Oh, I know someone who, you know what I mean? Like, is this me at that? And uh, yep. it's it's kind of a weird thing because when I first started the job, I absolutely hated it. Um, so, I've, I've and, I, and I really... <laughs> Let me let me go on a slight tangent. I've never really been a positive person until like the last few years. Um, everything for me was always like this very cynical, very negative view of life. And so I think I'm really starting to find my feet. I'm really starting to find like what I, as an adult, like what I believe in and like what I want from things. And I think that's really, you say it looks easy on your side, right? But like anyone who knows me personally or knows me intimately knows that I am like, full of anxiety, full of like this, uh, I'm a master procrastinator. I'm constantly waiting until the last second to do things, but I always find my brilliance somewhere in the, in the chaos, if you will, at the last second. And so, um, I'm big on telling stories. I'm big on like creating things that people want to, to hear and listen and see. I think that it's very important that we understand our target audience and what, what drives people, what entertains them, what makes them attracted to something. I think that's all different facets of my personality. Um, and on top of that, I feel like I'm kind of a down to earth, like I've worked, you know, I've pulled weeds, you know, I've, I've landscaped, I have painted stripes, I've painted houses, I've, I've sweat, I've, I've toiled in the sun, you know what I mean? So like, it's not like I just started this office job and I forgot about all those crazy things I did through the years that made me who I am today. Um, I've, I've taken all those and I still remember back and, and think like, wow, man, like how, how I have it so good now, you know? Dude, Ed, wow. That is overwhelming, man. I don't, I don't <laughs> know how you do it. That was um, a lot, right? <laughs> but I want to, I want to, I want to go back to one thing, man, that you, uh, that you kind of alluded to. What, what is the biggest thing that you think attributed to um, starting your, your podcast, the 3F universe? Honestly, man, like I, so I, I wish, I wish I'd written down all the emotions I felt when I first started doing it, but, and I, cause I don't want to like revise history. Right. Um, but I do think yeah. I was looking for like different ways to stand out. Maybe I think that. Okay. I wanted to find like, I wanted to find ways to stand out, but like ways to like communicate because it felt like Facebook to me, I think Facebook is dying. Like, I honestly think that Facebook is dying. I, I'm not going to say that it's, it's, you know, I don't think it's just going to go away. Right. Like I think Facebook will always be there. And Facebook was one of the biggest ways yep. that we connect as a career field, which is really weird to me. Right. But like, you have like all these pages for three F twos and what they do. But I was like, man, there's gotta be a better way to like understand a person because on Facebook you get like a couple of sentences and like people judge that one person for those couple of sentences. Like it's never like, Oh, this person has a background or a history or like they have a story. It's just like, Oh, well that person posted that thing and I don't really like them. If that yeah, it's sense. everything for face value. Yeah, it's all face no, value. No, it makes perfect sense, I love man. podcast because it's a long form. I call it like long, like long story format. It, you can get out all of your thoughts. You can you can do a podcast for four hours or whatever, right? Like it doesn't have to be two sentences on Facebook or a hundred characters on Twitter. You can you can really put yourself out there. Absolutely. Man, uh, honestly, it's it's definitely not the answer that I was that I was expecting. Um, <laughs> because to, to completely be honest, man, like I think one of the, the overarching themes and, and why I've you know why I've found friendship with you is um, your emphasis on connectedness. Whether you whether you realize it or not, man, you're really good at bringing people together. Like you may know all of these people, but the reality of it is, man, you're like, you got this magnetizing personality that brings those people in. So that's, man, I don't, I don't think you even realized it, but that's, uh, that's kind of where I thought you were going with it. I appreciate that, man. I didn't, I didn't realize, I guess. Um, I, I, I also thought for the podcast, it would be cool to connect people in that way because like anybody can go download a podcast. It doesn't cost any money. 
for the person listening to it. You know what I mean? So it, it is a cool yep. format. Like I said, I think, and, and I wish I'd started this so much sooner, man. Like I, I feel like I'm way behind the curve. Like I, I should have done this a long time ago. Dude, it's amazing how many people are out there doing it now. Um, and I, you know, I, tri- I, I kind of use you as a, as a, kind of a, an influence in, in my starting, you know, me starting my podcast, man. Um, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have started it without, without talking to you first. So man, you, uh, yeah, like I said, you're, you're a big influence for me, but, um, with all these endeavors, man, <clears throat> and you talked a little bit about, about your, um, just, just like this black hole focus on, making sure that you continue to be consistent with all these, all these endeavors, man, what, how do you do it? How do you maintain track of all these, all these different endeavors? <laughs> That's a terrible question. <laughs> uh, the, the reason I say it's terrible is like, it's, it's terrible because I'm going to have to, I kind of have to out myself as like just a, uh, a constant, like constantly. And like, you can ask anybody who knows me or works with me, like personally, like, I'm obsessive. I'm obsessive. Like you can't get my mind off. Like once I have my mind focused on something, dude, you're not going to stop me. Um, so for me, um, a lot of it has, has been like almost hurting, hurting me in the, in the process or hurting my family almost because I'm very obsessive. So I try my best to balance my family time and daddy time and stuff like that. Um, but recently it has been a huge, like, okay, I have to get all A's. I have to get all A's in this college class. So I have to put extra effort into this. So for me, I've lost a lot of sleep. So, you know, I might put put together like a skeleton of a lesson plan or not a lesson plan, but like a paper for my college stuff, like during the day. Uh, and then when the kids go to sleep, I'll, I'll, I'll stay up till like midnight and I will put together a bunch of really good citations. And then like the next day I'll put it all together and finish it and then turn it in. Um, but like with the podcast, the same thing, like I'll record on a Saturday, like in the middle of the day and do like, you know, depending on how many people I can record with, I'll try to go like a few hours. Um, and then throughout the week, I try to like, think of like a narrative to like start the, the podcast with. Uh, and then at the last second, I'll be like, Oh man, it's been like two weeks since I released an episode. I better go and do that. Like right now. Like, and then I'll, I'll sit down, I'll, I'll type up something on, on pages on my, on my iPad. And then I'll record the narrative a couple of times and see which take sounds better. And then I'll put it all together on anchor and then I'll release it. And then I'll get on Facebook and I'll do like multiple advertisements. And for me, man, it's like, I just constantly go just, I'm a fireball dude. Just, just intensity just getting it going uh, get it going but so I, that intensity really hurts me though because i can only focus that wild adhd focus like i can only do that for so long until it starts eating away at me and then i'm not as productive i'm not as good with people i'm not as good at what i do like my talent starts to dwindle a little bit because i burn out because i go so hard in the paint man like it's just not for me, um, you can ask my wife, I, I just go just constant. Um, I, I'm, and honestly, I'm rambling a little bit. Let me, let me focus this in even further for you. Here's, here's some real deep psyche stuff, right? Like I have All always right. thought growing up as a kid, growing up in high school, that I was like the runt of the pack. And what I mean by like the runt is like, I always felt like the smallest dude in the room. Like, and like, I know that like my stature, like I'm five foot nine, like 175. I'm not tiny by any means, but like when I look at other people, I don't average. realize how, uh, how wide my shoulders are. I don't realize that I'm actually really fast. Like I'm a really quick runner. I don't realize that I have really good hands when I play football. Like I'm actually, I'm actually pretty talented. You know what I mean? But I always felt like I got picked last. I always felt like I was getting made fun of. I always felt like you know, uh, this guy over here was cool because he had this cool car in high school and I had this piece of crap truck or, um, like even the military, I've always felt like the smallest dude. Like I was stationed at Herbert field, you know, starting out as an A1C and all I see is like these giant jacked dudes, like rocking, like Ranger panties, running miles and miles and miles <laughs> with rucksacks on their backs. You know what I mean? And that made me feel kind of small. Like I can't do that. And I, it got in my head. Like, you can't do that. Like, there's no way you can do that. These guys are just gifted. They're special. They've been playing football since they were four years old. You know what I mean? Like, these guys 
Um, yeah. There's something different about them. But what I've realized, right? And here's where I turn it around a little bit. The last couple of years, what I realized is like, I was holding me back. I was the one holding yep. that. I was literally holding myself back. Like my own stupid, like mindset was holding me back. Yeah. It, uh, your, your story actually reminds me of a quote, man. Uh, it's, what is it? It's not the size of the dog in a fight, but it's the size of the fight in the dog. Yeah, man. Like, like one thing that I've noticed, especially with those big guys uh, running around in ranger panties and uh, rucksacks, because I get to get to work with them pretty regularly. But um, and not all of them are jacked, and not all the jacked ones are as successful as the smaller dudes. And what I think it boils down to, man, is that that inner voice that you've got saying, "I can do this. I can crush this." Man, it doesn't matter if you're five nine or you're six five, like. You know, if you set out to crush something, you're going to crush it. And I, and I think, I think maybe you're starting to see that now with with all of the endeavors that you have out there and the amount of success that you're that you're seeing from it. Like there's, you know, getting an A on a test or a paper or something like that. And that's that's boosting your intrinsic value and seeing like that you are doing these things and proving day in and day out to yourself that you that you're capable, much more capable than uh, you thought before. Um, that's, man, that's ultimately why I wanted to bring you on the show because the whole principle behind extreme moderation is, is the recognition that yes, you have a goal and no, the end state is not perfect, but how you deal with all of those pieces in between those different hurdles, um, that is the true testament of, of how you, um, achieve that goal. You know, if you can make it through those tiny hurdles, um, the ones that seem like, like mountains of, of issues. Um, that's really how you break it down. And that's, that's really the whole premise behind extreme moderation, man. And I think you do a great job of that. Well, thanks brother. Um, you, you mentioned earlier that you, you went to Fargo recently. It's nothing like the show, right? No, 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 <laughs> no. It's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a small okay. town. It's a small town and it's, um, uh, it's actually kind of hipster. It's actually kind of like, uh, to me, it's a North Dakota city, but it's very liberal. Um, okay. It's, it's not a bad spot, though. Good food and uh, a little bit more culture than we're used to here and where I live. So Nice, nice. So, man, like that's, that's paramount to your success right there is reducing that anxiety. Are there any other things that you do? Um, man, I know you're a, you're a runner, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, so I tell me say about I'm a that, runner. Dude. So here's here's what I'll tell you about running. Right, um, I do love running. Recently, and I'll say it like this: like it's been so cold, dude. It's like where I live; it's like negative fifty in the winter, um, and you can only Ugh. run. Like for me, I can only run so far on a treadmill. Like it kind of just like destroys my like will a little bit. Like when you sit on a on a when you run on a treadmill for like an hour, that's like demeaning. Like. I don't enjoy that. I like to be able to see. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, it, it makes it a lot easier for me to like. Excuse me. Um, like to set goals or to like to be able to in, like vision like envision where I'm going. Um, and so yeah. yeah, I'm I'm really big on running, but right now I'm I'm really lacking that long distance that I crave. And it's warming up outside. Hopefully, it'll stay warm. Um, because I want to get back into it. I just bought some banging insoles for my shoes. Um. I rock some New Balance. Nice. What'd you get? Uh, I, so I got some insoles from a like Trade Home. It's a place at the mall that sells shoes, but you put your feet in like this okay. little pod thing, and it like scans your feet and stuff. So they felt really good, and we'll see what they feel like in my New Balances. But I rock the Fresh Foam 1080s. I think is the model of the shoe, um, and those are treated okay. really well. Um, but yeah, running, and I'll tell you something else. Like this is like my deep. This is my deep thought on running, right? Um, like people complain about running and they'll be like, running sucks. It's so difficult. But running is like the ultimate. I think running to me is like the ultimate, uh, like the ultimate measuring stick for your health and like for how much you want to put into something. Because like. Oh, absolutely. You can't. So you're not competing against anyone but you. And so if you go out and you only run a mile and a half, 
and you're like, ugh, I'm never going to get to 10 miles. But like you quit every time at a mile and a half or at a mile. Like, yeah, you're never going to get to 10, bro. That's never going to happen. Or if you run like every, if you run like once a week, that's not enough to actually build your muscles up. Like that's not enough. So, and I'm not going to sit there and preach about what the best way to run is or like how to do it. Right. Like, but running is all about consistency. Running is all about you and running is all about competing with yourself. You're not competing with other people because like me and you, we don't have the same body style. Like other people are going to have a different body type from you. Other people are going to have more gifted arches. Other people are going to have better calves or whatever. Right. Like, but at the end of the day, if those people, even with the better arches and better calves, if they're not out there consistently running and trying to push themselves every run, they're not going to get better and you can outrun them. So like running to me is, yep. um, it takes time. It takes a lot of time out of your day if you're going to do long distance and it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of discipline to actually go out there and perform if that makes sense. So like, that's my, that's my, like oh, my view sure. on running. Well, it's, it's your own performance. You're, you're staring at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Um, so man, I, you and I, you and I ran right, right around the same time. It's like, um, I think we both got into distance running around the same time, man. I know where my head went on those long miles. Um, what about you, man? Like, like what's your, what's your thought process on like those really long distance runs, like the slow ones that you can just turn off and go somewhere. I, man, I wish. Um, so I started running for the actual, the, the sole reason I started running was for like mindfulness to just like get out of my own head and stop thinking so much. But that just doesn't really like I start. I noticed that like my own my strength comes from running. So my talent, my my ideas, my brilliance, like different things that I think of it always comes to me when I'm running and like everyone was always like, Oh, you shouldn't think about anything while you're running. You should just like take in oxygen or like, no, just it's the look perfect the time distance. to think. What's up? It's the perfect time to think. Yeah. And, I, but it's, that's not what everyone says. It's like this trendy thing to be like, when you run, don't think of anything at all. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Like, no dude, like I, I can't like, and it, and honestly, for me, running is like mental therapy in a way, because then I can actually get all those anxious thoughts and I can think through scenarios and I can think through like what the best way to do something is. And many times when I'm running, I get like these stupid, amazing ideas. And I'm like, oh my God, why have I never thought of that? I should go do that. You know, like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to sound like a freaking, I don't want to sound like a Kanye West, like psychopath. Like I don't want anyone to think that I'm like a total narcissist, but like, I, I really do. I have like these amazing ideas when I'm running and that's just what yeah, I nobody, nobody knows what it means, man. Nobody. It's, it's provocative, provocative though. Um, yeah, man. No, it's, it's, it's provocative. Um, but yeah, for real dude, like I, I wish that I could just turn it all off. Like I wish that I was like other people and could feel that that thing like I don't understand what that silence feels like in my brain and I don't know if I want to honestly like if I ever have that silence in my brain where I'm not thinking about something there might be something wrong or I'm getting sedated you know what I mean or you're asleep maybe mm -hmm. I have like but no I no that's exactly what I mean man yeah terrible are you running in the nightmares uh actually I run in my dreams like I have like dreams about running like I'll close my eyes and I will literally run. I will imagine like running through like a forest or running on a path somewhere. Um, that's typically how I fall asleep. Is thinking Dude, about that's running. awesome. But I do have terrible nightmares. Like I have these horrifying nightmares. It's just like, and it's probably just like my anxiety, like, like being like, Hey, guess what? This could happen to you. Like it's almost like paranoia. It sucks, man. It sucks. Yeah. That, dude, I don't, I don't remember the last time I really dreamt and remember it. I don't know, man. Yeah. So comes and goes. I, I man, let's, we've gotten really deep here, man. So tell me, man, what's your favorite TV show? Oh, let's just no. go way off track here. Oh no, man. I don't. I don't know if I have a favorite. I okay. You know what? I'll go ahead and just put it out there, and people are going to think I'm childish, but I don't care. South Park. <laughs> South Shoot. Park is the to me. Really? South Park is the epitome of the greatest TV show to ever launch or broadcast or or anything or stream. It's the greatest thing ever. I don't care what anyone says. It's genius. 
that's a really hard opinion. It it is. (laughs) It is, bro. But like, I, I don't, there's not many other shows that I just find myself coming back to. You know what I mean? Like, um, and and think about this, like Game of Thrones has zero replayability. Yeah. It's, it's a one and done deal. Yeah. I don't, that's the problem. And, And so we started watching the last kingdom and actually the last kingdom is so dope. Oh my goodness. It's so dope. I love it. But it's still not, I don't know, something about South Park. Maybe it's because I grew up with it. And maybe it's because, like, they've just evolved over the years. And, like, uh, I know they, I know that, like, South Park just did, like, the vaccination Q special or whatever. It's like a, a QAnon slash uh, anti-vaxxer episode or something. And I'm looking oh, forward geez. to, I'm looking forward to <laughs> laughing so hard at it when I get a moment. I can't wait. Yeah, Matt and Trey Stone are definitely at the uh, the forefront of controversial topics for uh, for animated TV shows. Yeah, man, uh, I'm pretty good at that. I think South Park is my final answer. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I should say, but uh, yeah, I, I just love South Park. I'm I have the video games, I have the phone game for it. Um, I crack up every <laughs> time I watch any of it. So like, I guess that's just me, dude. I'm just like, I don't know. I mean. Like you, you and I are very much like the Beavis and Butthead generation, man. Like, so, I mean, it only makes sense that South Park is like, all right, Beavis and Butthead maybe went back in time, but now they've gotten off the couch and decided to go do things. And that's, that's the kids from South Park. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm trying to think, like, I will tell you, and I think like I'm kind of ruined, like my whole personality's ruined and, uh, like my dad made me watch like radar movies when I was a kid, like a kid, kid, like five and six years old. Um, yeah. and like, I watched married with children with him all the time. And now like, dude, with all the cancel culture and like the way people are like evolving type of thing, like married with children may never make it. I don't know. I think married with children is going to get pulled from the air. Like, I just don't see how it even like comes on TV anymore. You mean to tell me that the Bundys aren't the picturesque uh, version of, of what American families should they're be? They're so good to me. Like, to me, they're like the best. <laughs> the, and I, that's one of my other favorite TV shows. I probably shouldn't even say that, but I really like, I really like Married with Children. Like, I find it funny even today. We used to watch that night shift, like in the middle of the night, it would come on. I don't yep. remember what channel, but we would watch that in the middle of the night on night shift when I was on POL. And um, yeah, man, Married with Children is, is pretty hilarious to me as well. But I'm yeah, surprised it's, it's definitely on. good uh, early morning or, or late night uh, binger. Yeah. Yeah, man. Man. Yeah. So how far are you into your degree? Uh, credits wise, I think I'm somewhere around like 100 credits right now. And I think it's like 130. I don't know how many credits. I don't know. That, okay. that doesn't seem right. I don't think my math is right. Um. So it's like basically five weeks for a class and it's three credits each class, I believe. So if I keep on at the pace that I'm going right now, I will be done this Thanksgiving. So getting there. Nice, dude. Yeah. It's, That's awesome. And I'm on the, I'm in the honor society, whatever that is. Um, I don't know if I have to like, I don't know if I have to like buy, I don't know. I'm not sure how the honor society thing works, but I definitely want to get in on something because I'm averaging like a 90. 4.5 so yeah Dude, that's amazing yeah so you'll, so you'll graduate with honors yeah that's and that's part of my goal as well i Dude, think that's, that uh, that's amazing you uh did you crushing it i'm trying man i'm trying i'm trying Are you, all you have to do man is just look yourself in the mirror and say i am doing this like like you're the proof is in the pudding, right? You know, it's right yeah. in front of you, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I just, I, I finished mine last, uh, last spring and it's, it's a huge weight off your shoulders, man. So I can't wait to see what, uh, you know, what the next endeavor is once you complete masters, that. And, homie. Straight into masters. I'm not even going to take a break. Right. Like I'm just going to go straight Nick, into my masters. Nick is starting his own broadcasting company. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see, man. I don't know. I think, um, you know, the, the podcast that I run right now is very affiliated with uh, the Air Force. 
And so I don't really advertise. I don't, um, it's not really for like self gain, uh, but it, it's been a self gain for me in the way that I've learned a lot of lessons, like about like the hardware and like recording and like putting together a good story. And also, man, I'll tell you this. Um, I don't know how much you want me to go into like what I've learned about podcasting. Um, but like you, into you it, learn, like, I guess I'm not going to say I'm popular, but I'd say like, since I've started it, people have reached out to me that never, ever, ever would have talked to me like ever. And it's good really? and bad. And like, I'm not going to say that people are like evil. And I'm not going to like say that everybody who's reached out to me is a user, if that makes sense. Um, but it's been like, I've had people reach out to me and I can tell based on the way that they've responded to things that I've asked them to do or like, cause like, you know, like I'm like, Hey, can you just write me the script or like, you know, send me an email with like your talking points and like what you want to talk about. You know what I mean? And yeah. I've had people straight up just be like, uh, no, I'm not doing that. Or like, why can't we just talk? And I'm like, well, because like people don't just want to listen to you talk. Like, it needs to have some sort of structure or objective to it. And it needs to be entertaining. Like you can't just, I think that's what happens. Is a lot of people just want to talk. It's like, okay, well, that's, Absolutely. that's great. Yeah. But like, it's like watching a TV show. Like, are you not going to just, you're not going to just put on a TV show. That's not entertaining. Like you're not just gonna be like, you know what? Let me put on this TV show. I don't know what it's about, but it, oh, and there's no objective to this show. We'll just turn it on. Like, no, I don't think so, man. I, I don't think so. Yeah, those are usually the shows that fail after the first season. Or they get like a second season reboot and it turns out to be great. Yeah, I mean, it could. But everybody forgets about the first one. Um, yeah. I've definitely had a lot of those things happen recently. And then something else that I noticed is um, I've got haters now, dude. I've got haters. What? Yeah, I've got haters now. So um, on Facebook... Um, when I posted that I was going to be interviewing a certain somebody coming up soon, um, this dude said mm -hmm. in the comments that I was the chosen one. And I was like, Oh, that's good. Cool. Oh, I'm, I'm the yeah, chosen yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Like, and I didn't respond to it cause I was like, man, I'm, I'm better than this. Like, I'm not going to respond to this. Um, but for someone to say that I'm the chosen one, like that literally denies all of the work that I've had to put in to get to this point. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that's like, that's, yeah. a, that's a crappy way to like approach something because then when you just say someone's the chosen one, that's like that, you know, that picture of like the glacier that you always see about leadership, how you see like you, every, people only see the tip of the glacier, you know? Yep. And like the, the yeah. bottom half, well, I mean, like the I, bottom three quarters <clears throat> of the glacier is in the water and it says like, you know, this is time spent. This is lessons learned. This is all these different things. Uh, to me, that's the same way to just be like, oh, you're the chosen one like that you're trying to strip me of all the, the humanity, you know, you're trying to strip me of all the, the work that I've put in to do this, to get to where I'm at, to have my name out there, you know? Man, I would, I would argue that dude, people like that, um, man, it's an insecurity thing. Like, like, you know, whatever, whatever piece of hardware that they've won or accolades that they've achieved, it's never good enough because they're always looking at what's in their neighbor's bowl rather than paying attention to what's right in front of them, you know, and, and people, people get ate up. You know, I've, I noticed that comment and I, I didn't say anything about it, but yeah. I mean, people, people suck, dude. I wouldn't worry about it, man. I know your heart's in the right place with that stuff. And, uh, I, I'm looking forward to hearing that podcast for sure. Yeah. And that's, uh, that podcast has definitely changed some of the, the insights, like some of the things I've thought about lately, um, I guess with like social media, man, like, I, and this is like a hot topic for me currently is like, I've been on social media since I was like 21. Like if you think about like our generation or, or I'll say my generation, I'm 37. Um, I didn't have an iPhone in high school, like, cause they didn't exist. You know what I mean? Like I had a beeper yep. in my senior year, you know what I mean? Um, and when I joined the Air Force in like 2003, uh, you know, I, I don't think the first year we didn't even, we didn't get to use like computers. Like if you were airman, you didn't get to use a computer. That was just like unheard of. Like you could log in like once a week to check your email. Yeah. That was about it. Uh, and then I want to yeah. say like 2000. You're not important enough for a computer. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, we'll <laughs> tell you if it's important type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, 
But like 2005, 2006, I remember like working night shift and I could get on the computer. I was a little bit more trusted. I was like a senior airman. Um, And I think like MySpace or like break.com and things like that were kind of just starting up. But like, I remember having like a MySpace first thing, you know what I mean? And um, I'm sure, you know, I was young, dude, I was like 22, 23, like, there's no, and I, I guarantee you, like, I go through my Facebook memories every day and I try to purge and delete things because I'm like, this isn't who I am. Like, this is not It's all like middle fingers and Bud Light pictures. What's up? <laughs> yeah. It's all middle fingers and like Bud Light pictures. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> like, it's reactionary and it's like things that only a, a, tw- a person in their 20s would, would say. You know what I mean? But the way our culture and society yep. works now, and I've had this argument with you before on a on an earlier podcast that we recorded that, who knows, maybe we'll, we'll release it, maybe we won't, but um, very much so it seems like in our culture that your social media is tied to you as a person. Like, in the early days yep. of the internet, and I'll make this argument, like, it was like a well-known thing to just be like, haha, I can just troll, it doesn't matter, I can say what I want, it's, it's you know, freedom of speech. But like, I, I don't know, man, in my opinion, social media now is very much tied to you, like period. Like, and it doesn't matter what you're saying or what you're doing out there. It's very much tied to your being. Like it's all one thing. Um, and I think that that's your, your digital persona. Yeah. And I, I worry a lot about like not cancel culture, but like, I'm not, a, I'm not a celebrity dude. Like I don't have hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars laying around to just like rely on in case I get canceled. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't have a retirement yet. I don't have money put back. Like I don't have like a giant savings account. Like, Oh, I got this Roth IRA. I got a hundred thousand dollars in there. No, I don't have any of that. Like if somebody tries to go through my social media history, they're probably going to find some stuff that I said that was incredibly stupid because I was probably like 25 or 26. You know what I mean? Like, and I was still forming as a human. Like, I was still forming as an adult. Like, I guarantee you I said some th- things that are not okay to say. Now, I'm not saying... You that, and me both, man. And so, like, what I'm... what I'm, what I'm, I'm worried about it, like, with interviewing some of these higher um, credibility, higher stature people, is I really worry about people... I don't know. Like, using jealousy and, like, trying to find bad things about me. Or, you know, like to discredit me. Um, I worry a lot about like, you know, I don't think there's much on me on Google, but sure, maybe there is. Like anyone who's willing to take the time can probably go find whatever they want, you know? Um, But I I really do worry a lot about um, like people going through my social media history and trying to use that against me. And I don't, like I said, man, like if I get canceled, what's that mean for me? Does that mean I lose my career? Does that mean that I... You know, does that mean that I can't find a new job later? Like, I think that it's concerning that people use things against you, you know, and it's taken out of context. Like, dude, I was in my 20s, you know, I'm 37 now. Like, I would say in the last five or six years, my social media and like my maturity levels have gone upwards, you know? So like, what I say now is completely different than the things I would have shared at 25. So. How much, how much, just to, just kind of like a gee whiz question here. Um, How much of that type of culture do you think feeds into the anxiety of society? I don't know. Uh... It seems like there's so much worry about like, like being on all the time that you like, you almost have to censor everything that you're saying. Yeah, no, you definitely do. It's crazy. I, I think it's a good question. It's a it's definitely a have to mull that one over, man. I, th- I think it's wide open, but you know, to be honest with you, man, like, and I don't want to go too far into like going into the sociological stuff, but man, cancel culture. I think it's, I think it's just like a, like an internal affirmation of choosing to completely eradicate something or someone or whatever from your you know, your, I guess your radar, but I mean, reality, like nobody gets canceled. You know, I mean, you, you can say what you want to say. And, you know, at the end of the day, like people misconstrue those things to, 
to fit an agenda that they want it to fit. I mean, they're going to do that regardless. Like people are going to formulate their opinions regardless. But I mean, at the end of the day, like if they're being a hater, they're being a hater. True. It's it's true, but it's in it. And also, I think that uh, I'll I'll add on a little bit of what I kind of think is, you know, it's looked down upon in our society to be violent. Like to be violent is like that's like caveman stuff. Like we don't, you know, you're not you're not supposed to go out and beat people up. You know what I mean? Like that's not something you do. So maybe cancel culture is like the the next iteration of a of a schoolyard fight. Like, oh, I don't like what you said. I'm gonna cancel you instead of like, hey, let's meet up outside the gate. You know what I mean? Let let's go. We'll we'll take the gloves off. You know, um, maybe that's where it's stemming from. Maybe this is the evolution of the schoolyard fight. I, I don't know. It's almost like, yeah, it's it's become an intellectual battle versus like just, you know, taking your ass beating and moving forward. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah I don't know, man. It's been weighing heavy on my mind, though. Um, just the consequences of social media. Because um, the culture that I was kind of raised in in the Air Force was like a very like outspoken who gives a crap what anyone says type of culture for the longest time. And I guess I'm starting to see as a leader on the other side of that, like we are back, man. Yeah, we're The back. minor uh, technical difficulties there. Uh, batteries. I man. think my cat, I think my cat unplugged the, the computer or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> Just total chaos. Maybe bro. I feel like the cat's throwing black holes, uh, but man, Nick, so, and you are the the man of a thousand endeavors. Um, I admire that, dude. Honestly, hopefully, hopefully it's not weird that I'm just saying like, man, you're doing all this great stuff. But I admire that. No, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I don't mind having the attention on me, and I, I'm all about some words of affirmation. That's like my love language, bro. And uh, to be like the to to be the cons- the constant runt of the litter, or to always have like this chip on my shoulder. I never grow tired of hearing people say that they appreciate what I do and, you know, that they look up to that. Like, I think that's cool. So I won't, you know, oh, yeah. I'll definitely not, I won't shrug that away. Like, I'm cool with that. So I appreciate it, bro. And as much as you're saying you look up to me, man, I look up to people like you and I look up to, I look up to everybody else still because I don't feel like I've accomplished enough, you know? We're definitely a team. That's for sure, man. Um, so we we covered a lot of topic topics, man. We got we got pretty deep on that last one. Um, <laughs> is there anything else else you want to add to it, man? Like, oh man, like this is all this is really about you. I you know, I think that I would be. We've we've already run like forty six minutes or something like that. I, I guess, man, if I was to start going again, I think we'd have to have a second episode or something. Um, because I have a lot of, I have a lot of opinions and I have a lot of things I could say. Um, but I guess I just want to kind of like put it out there that, you know, I care about people. I care about like developing whatever this is, man. Like I want to create a culture. I want to, um, I want to bring other people into the fold. I want to make like teams. I want to, I don't know. I want to progress. I want to just keep going. So maybe podcasting is just the first leap. And then maybe who knows, man, like maybe the next leap is a YouTube channel. Maybe the next leap after that is like, you know, actually have like a TV show. I don't know, man. Like I'm not sure where I want to go with this yet, but I guess for now, uh, I want to be able to share other people's stories and I want to, I guess, prove myself, man. Like I'm, like I said, I'm, I feel like I'm the runt and I feel like I'm constantly proving myself to people. Um, I've had a lot of validation recently and just like considering the fact that, you know, I've made it 18 years in the air force when pretty much everybody was like, you'll never make it further than six months, you know? Um, yeah, I'm doing all this amazing stuff now. And it's like, I never thought I was going to get a bachelor's or I, I never thought, that I could do public speaking. I never thought that I could go hiking on my own. I never thought that I could run three hours. I never thought that I could, you know, run like a a half a marathon. I never thought that I'd have two amazing kids and an amazing wife who's loyal and, you know, they're amazing to me, right? Like I never thought I'd have friends like you out in the, all over the world, man. I never thought I'd have friends like you that 
call me and check on me and they're like, Hey, how are you doing, man? Are you good? Like, I never thought that that would be a thing, bro. Like, I never thought I'd have chiefs calling me and being like, Hey Nick, um, what's going on with you? Do you need help with this? Do you need help writing a package? Do you, you know, like, how's your leadership? Do you have any like thoughts for us? Like, do you have any 360 feedback? Like never in my life, never in my life, Ian, like what in the world is happening? Like these thousand endeavors are, I stay very busy, but I think that, um, I don't know what just happened. Did you hear music just now? I didn't hear any music. Okay, cool. Maybe it was just me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my watch, like my watch said I was listening to music. I was like, what is happening, dude? Like what in the world? Uh, but to, to wrap it up, man, like I do these thousand endeavors and I hope that it results in a thousand plus wins and I hope that it, I hope it improves other people, man. It's not just about me. So let's have another episode and I'll, I'll talk to you more about other things. But I think right now, man, like Dude, hopefully, definitely. hopefully I've blown some people's minds on this. I feel like, I feel like that's a, uh, that's a definite possibility, man. Um, can't wait to release this episode it has been awesome having you on the show and man i appreciate you sharing your story and, and sharing those those intimate pieces of of your your personal story man you are uh like i said man you're killing it and i appreciate you being on the show of course brother of course um well uh once again if uh anybody wants to look me up man uh just check out the 3f universe it's three as in the number three f as in foxtrot and then you, obviously, Universe. So 3F Universe is on uh, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Google, Pocket Cast. Um, I have a Facebook page. Literally just type in 3F Universe. Um, you can follow my page, and I kind of I release updates every once in a while. I'm not like a pushy influencer. I'm not here to be like, like, share, and subscribe, like, share, and subscribe, smash that subscribe button. Like, that's just not me. <laughs> um, I'm just growing things organically. We need to add an echo to that. Yeah, and, and like, honestly, like, if you like what I'm doing, just share it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and push that stuff on you. Um, but if you, if it really helps you and you like what you're hearing, just share it for me. That's all I ask. Like, share it with your family, share it with your little circles or whatever. And eventually it's going to grow into something even bigger. So, yeah, man, I, I really appreciate your time, Ian. Um, let's sign off now. Let's Let's call it. Wow, what an amazing episode. Nick and I have been friends for, God, I think about five years now. Uh, I've never actually met this dude in person, but he's always been that dude that I'd be like, hey man, what do you think of this idea? And he was just always easy to talk to. So chemistry is definitely there. Um, so if you enjoyed the content today, uh, I would I would strongly urge you to go out and check out his podcast, 3F Universe. He's on all the major platforms currently. And uh, I'll, I'll drop a link on, on my uh, Facebook page and Instagram page. So if you're not following, please, uh, please go out and search Extreme Moderation Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. Thanks.